0: Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here, as I always am, with my beautiful wife, Michelle. You're so sweet. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are taping this on Saturday. Yes, Saturday, November 10th, 2018. We're taping it a day earlier than normal. That's because Michelle is actually traveling tomorrow, so we needed to get this in... Uh, This is being recorded a little bit earlier.
1: That's right. I am actually making a trip, taking my mom to celebrate the holidays over at Disney World.
0: That's so fun. She's going to get to experience the wrap up of the Food and Wine Festival and the beginning of the holidays out there at the Walt Disney World Resort. That is going to be a great time for you and your mother.
1: Yes, we're looking forward to it. So, as you mentioned, we're going to, you know, finish off last day of Food and Wine. And we have our tickets to a very Merry Christmas party and some other fun things. So definitely looking forward to it and definitely looking forward to talking about it on our next podcast. Yeah, I'm
0: so excited for you. That is going to be a great time for you and your mom. Really exciting. And I'm looking forward to hearing all about your trip. Not only as you're reporting back to me, but also, of course, next week on the air on our podcast. So and you'll, you'll probably need to widen the
1: door. For yeah, me next there's week. a lot of good food out there. Always, Absolutely. There are pictures all over
0: the internet. Our friends at WDW News today have been scoping out the food both at Walt Disney World Resort and the Disneyland Resort, and it looks fantastic. We're so excited to try it all. You're going to get the head start on me, you lucky, 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 lucky person. Thank you. But you deserve it. So Thanks. I'm happy Aww. for you. That's so. Sweet. Uh, thank you for finding us today. In the future, you can find us on 1057max.com under the Max Plus tab, as well as on the Max FM app. You can also find us and subscribe to us. You might want to subscribe to us, especially if we come to you a day early like we are today. When that happens, you'll know immediately when our next podcast breaks, because you'll just get a little announcement right on your phone, right on your tablet, whatever, however you receive us. Let you know, hey, they put out a new podcast, and so you might want to take a listen to it. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, and Google Play Music, Spotify, and and Stitcher and we love hearing from you. This is an interactive show. We're gonna have some listeners. They're gonna chime in with our main topic in a little bit here. So if you want to ever contact us about anything, you can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, and Instagram at Hyperion Adventures Podcast, and you can email us at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com.
1: Yes, and we're very excited. Like you said, we got a lot of good uh, feedback for this week's show, and we if you haven't contacted us we do want to hear from you we want to hear how things are going with our show and if you have some ideas or suggestions if you have tips we want to share them and we'll give you credit so you know thanks for those who have already written in and or contacted us and we ask for everybody else to please please reach out to us. We love hearing from you. That's
0: for sure. And we're always looking for topics, by the way. I mean, we're 24 episodes in. This is our 24th episode. And every week it's like, okay, what are we going to talk about this week? Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's a little more of a digging, and a little more of a scuffle. But if you guys have anything you want to hear us talk about to bring up on the air, if you want to share your own part of it with us, feel free to contact us in any of those ways I just listed or we'll bring them them up again later in the show if you missed them this time. But we do have lots of stuff for you this week, including details on Disney+. Disney's new streaming service, along with some exciting Star Wars and Marvel confirmations, yeah. and the return of a parade to the Disneyland Resort. But let's get to our main topic. I am so excited about this one. This one's going to be a lot of fun, although it was a lot more difficult than I expected <laughs> it to be going right. in.
1: That's right. And I, I want to say, you know, like you're talking about coming up with topics, and i I was giving you full-on credit for coming up with today's topic. But then I, when I was doing some research, I saw that Seventeen magazine, just on November 1st, published... A story about the best Disney songs ever. So I think now I know where you got your
0: inspiration. Seventeen, right? that's too old for me. If it's not like teen beat, I'm not, I'm, Right. You know, tiger beat, teen beat, I am not in it. I don't know what you're talking about. So, you know, highlights, you know, those right. things those are more my speed.
1: That's true, I guess. But so. Anyways.
0: But well, yes, our speaking of that, our main topic for this week is we're continuing our five favorite things series. And today we're doing our five favorite Disney songs. And boy, was this tough trying to pare down so much great Disney music down to five. I was struggling. I don't know about you. I, I still, I've still got my list here of what my number
1: five is. I've got like six choices. That's funny.
0: <laughs> that's funny. I, I'm, believe me, I was putting things on the list, kicking them off the list, putting them on, kicking them off. Right. And what I list today, and what, I'm sure what you list today, might be different tomorrow. It might be different next week. It might be different next month. It might be different next hour. it would be like, what? Well, well, I should have done this song instead. But Well, that's true, because
1: you know some of the songs you pick on, pick them because of how they touch you, and others... In terms of how, you know, they may make you feel or or that you, you know, some things you might want to use for running or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, the, the list could vary from moment to moment. Yeah,
0: yeah, second to second. You may get through this and hear some of the music we have for you and think, ah, that should have been on my list. Why wasn't that on my Why wasn't that one of my top five? That's one of my favorite songs. Right. But anyway, here, let's get to it, as we we do always with our five favorite things we kind of alternate we'll count down from five to one to our first favorite and then we alternate michelle will tell you number five i'll tell my number five and so forth we'll go back and forth until we both come to our number ones so let's get started with michelle's number five favorite disney song and she's struggling over okay, this okay i, can I tell. guess
1: i just have to pick one of these so um i'm gonna go with it's a small world theme song that came from the Sherman Brothers. And uh, this one is mainly, I put this one because, A, I love the attraction. Um, but it really is, that attraction was my most memorable attraction when I was a kid who first went to Disney World, Walt well, Disney World. So I love the history behind the ride, the music, and obviously the Sherman Brothers are among my favorite composers. And so I'm going to go with that one.
0: Interesting pick. And now we've got that stuck in everybody's head out right, there. Right, so
1: right. You can
0: thank <laughs> Michelle for that. Um, I like that pick. I, I think we're, we're also going to do eventually at some point our five favorite theme park or uh, attraction Ooh, songs at some point. So this is not only – that's how good it is. Not only is it going to be – on, I hope it would make your list for your top five attraction songs Definitely. now that I made your top five uh, Disney songs list. But, uh, you know, that's it's so great. It's so classic. You know, like it is this Sherman's? And, right, right. And it just makes you happy. It, it just, does. It's just a happy song. It all, does. The, all the children of the world getting together and singing it. Right,
1: and if if great. you if you go back to the history of the ride, being that Walt had it um, commissioned to have it built for the World's Fair, and you know, just what they the message that they were trying to evoke there, I just it's just heartwarming. Yes,
0: I agree completely with that. Uh, it is a heartwarming song. It's a heartwarming story about it, and. Yes, it is a great song and a great attraction song and a great Disney song. So my number 5, first yes. I'm going to start off with something that's kind of like, well, it's going to be kind of my 5A. You've done this in the past, so I figured I can get away with this this time. All right. Uh but I to make it a 5A. Maybe it's only kind of it's kind of going to be like a oh, I don't know, others uh, an honorary award for this one because technically this song isn't really a star, uh, a Disney song. Ooh. But it's kind of come into the Disney fold. But every time I hear it, it brings up emotions. So, I mean, how can you beat this? Oh, yeah. Tell me that doesn't give you all the feels. Yes, a right. the theme from Star Wars, every time you hear it, it just gives you chills. Yeah. And like I said, it's kind of a, I don't know, I'm going to kind of grandfather it in. Even though it's not technically a Disney song, it just kind of is in the fold now. So that's why it's my 5A. It probably could have been number one if it was truly a Disney song. Right, right. um, You know, it just brings back all the memories every time that you hit that first note back from when I was eight eight years old, (laughs) seeing Star Wars 1977 for the first time. It brings back all the memories every time I hear that. And technically this could be in there too. Oh yeah. But I didn't have that, but true. I just wanted to hit it and thank the great John Williams for creating yeah. these great songs. So anyway, so that's my 5A. All right. Yeah.
1: So I, and now you have an official Disney song?
0: Official Disney song. My official number five Disney song is a little bit more standard, although it may be a little bit more off the cuff. And people may not think of this song so much, uh, but I know it's a favorite of yours. It's a favorite of mine, and it's from... One of our favorite movies, I think it's an underrated movie, it's Hercules, and it's I Won't Say I'm in the no, no chance! No I, I not It was on no, yeah. my list of when I was first going through
1: them, so.
0: it's, uh, it. It was on my list, off my list, on my list, off my list, but it ended up on my list because we just love Susan Egan so yeah. much. And this song is so great because, I mean, has got this edge to it, but it's it's melodic at the same time, and then you have the muses in the background, he is singing. Right. And it's a playful song at the same time, and it's it's you know, she wants to love him, she doesn't want to be in love. You know. Tears, yep. But it's just, I don't know, it's just one of those songs that whenever it plays on Hercules, I stop everything to watch or listen, or when it pops up on the Spotify or Pandora, whatever we listen to Disney music from, I right, always stop right. to listen because yeah. it's just one of my favorites. And We've been blessed enough to see Susan Egan perform it live. Right, uh, really, really good, really, so, really cool.
1: Oh, that was an awesome choice. So,
0: those are our number five favorite Disney songs. On to number four, Michelle. What is your number four favorite Disney song?
1: Okay, my number four comes from the movie Brave. Mm-hmm. Learn me right.
0: Be the Lord, more of an obscure choice people may not know it but it's really a great song
1: it is a great song great music wonderful instruments and it I guess on a personal level touches the Scottish Scottish part of my heart so yes yes. Clan Young Clan Young that's right that's right so but it's a great song like I said Great instrument, so it is a little bit more unique than what you might think of with the other Disney songs, but definitely includes a Disney princess.
0: Yes, it does. We're going to get to see more of her coming up in uh, Ralph breaks the Internet pretty soon. A little funny scene—you've already probably seen the trailer. Very funny scene with her involved in it. But uh, that's a great song, and we all we have a little touch of love for Brave in our hearts because of the fact that um, our vow renewal was a Pixar theme right. on the on a Disney cruise, and we both unknowingly uh, picked to dress up as brave, as uh, right. in Scottish attire, uh, kind of in the theme of brave. Uh, well, we didn't know what each other, what each other were going to be wearing, but it was just kind of a fun coincidence. Right, right. That, that is true. So, that's a great choice. Love that one. My choice for the number four favorite Disney song comes from Beauty and the Beast, but it's not one of the traditional ones that you might think of as being the big star from Beauty and the Beast, but I love it because it's a lot of fun. It's a great romp. My favorite song, my number four favorite song from Beauty and the Beast is... (laughs) Life, life in a wrestling It's just so wrong. fun it's it such is. a fun it song I and stare. i love I love None that what uh, Howard Ashman and Alan Menken, wrong wrong and wrong Alan Menken brought to the song. I, I don't know if you've ever, if you've seen it. If you have the, I believe it's the 25th anniversary collector's edition of Beauty and the Beast. They get together, I believe it's the Lopezes, you know, from, that wrote the music right. for Frozen. Uh, Lynn manuel Miranda, I think it's Steven Schwartz and Alan Menken. And they right. sit around a piano talking about this. And I can't remember who brings it up. I don't remember if it's Lynn or if it's one of the Lopezes. But they bring up the fact that how funny it must have been for Howard. You know, as a young uh, gay man, right. you know, to kind of do this facetious song, digging at all these big tough manly men, you know, and, <laughs> right. you know, and how fun it must have been for him to do that. Um, yes. uh, you know, I mean, it's sung br- brilliantly by uh, Jesse Corti as uh, LeFou and Richard White as guest on. They do such a great job with this. Um, it- it's just a rousing pub style song it's 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 just fun it you is know?
1: fun and it doesn't matter which of the mediums because obviously in the original um animated production on broadway and in the live action that song really always takes center stage for yeah. sure oh it's yeah awesome.
0: the the live action film and you're like you said the broadway film. i mean uh, if you think of you know you think of great dance scenes in some of the movie Disney movies, of course, you think of Step in Time and, right, and, sure. and stuff, but I think Gaston on stage and in the live action right. is it rivals it in many ways. It is really a magical piece to sing and see performed at the same time, it's right? Really so, cool, yeah, really cool. Great so. choice. Those are our number four favorite Disney songs. On to number three, Michelle. What is your number three favorite Disney song? Okay, my number three is Go the
1: Distance from Hercules. <laughs> choked up already. <laughs> um, in addition to just this being a wonderfully inspirational song, I, I have and again, I'm making this all about me. Sorry about that. But, um should be. It's your list. That's true. Thank you. So, uh, when I went on my first Disney or run, run Disney run, I should say, um, this was on my playlist. I didn't really think too much about it but it was getting towards the end. I could really see the finish line in my sights and this song came on. It was amazing timing. I had no idea it was going to time out like that because throughout the race, I was turning my uh, soundtrack off to hear some of the park sounds Mm -hmm. and, and things like that. So I really didn't know when it was going to play up, but it was just amazing how it was the most appropriately timed song and it inspired me to go on and give a little bit more, but it just... And I'm tearing up now thinking about it. It's such a great story. You told
0: me this story in the past. Right.
1: And it just, it meant so much. And it was just such a wonderful, warm feeling to hear that at the time because it's talking about going the distance Mm -hmm. and, you know. And you never
0: run a 5K before. So that was was a Disney 5K. If you go back to our episode, I was, gosh, it was episode six, I think, when we did our Run Disney tips training tips we talked about how we almost didn't make that race right, at all like true. we almost didn't make it there go back to that and listen to that story if you haven't heard it before because it's a funny story we'll tell it some other time again but um or you just write us if you want to yeah. hear it hear it from us personally but um, there were so many things that were thrown at that to to actually make it at the end and have right. this great song play as you're finishing. It, you know, I yeah. can totally see why that would be so emotional right, for you.
1: Right, and I knew you were already there at the finish line because like you always are. You're you've been running longer and you you do great time on your running. But I knew you were going to be there to meet me, and I and so all the words really, you know, resonated with what I was going through. It made it a very emotional in a great way. Um, experience for me so it it has a a real special place in my heart it's a great
0: pick and i understand why it's your pick and i love that song as well that is a really great song so my number three favorite disney song comes from a film that i find is kind of an underrated movie it's a little dark but the music in it is uh, as good i'll put it up against any music in virtually any disney movie out there and that is the Hunchback of Notre Dame Ooh. and Notre Dame, excuse me. The Hunchback of Notre Dame and the best song out of all the great songs in that is... Words, he'll just he'll listen to this, music. I'm going to stop Just, just hear listen hear. to this. This is magnificent. there strolling by the sand taste the morning out
1: there like Walk up there just one day, and then
0: I swear I'll be
1: content.
0: Just magnificent. The sound of that song gives me chills every time I hear the end of it. It is so good. Tom Hulse does such a wonderful job singing that song. And I mean, the orchestration by Alan Mankin, Stephen Schwartz, who does such a fantastic job with the lyrics of that song. It is brilliant. And every time I hear that ending... Chills, just absolute
1: chills. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I mean, and like you were talking about it, you'd put it up against any other Disney song. I mean, this is a Broadway style song for sure it's amazing they've tried
0: to bring it onto Broadway they've put it out in some local theaters and it's done okay but it never really got there onto Broadway I think probably because it is a Disney-fied story of Hunchback and that's why a lot of people had problems with this movie it's like okay he's a you know it's not a happy story but they turned it into as much of a happy story as possible although it still is pretty dark but the music is just brilliant throughout that movie, but right. that song right there is so good and it strikes me every time and that had to be on my list because I love that song so much.
1: Yes, I totally agree that that was an amazing that's an amazing song and that's an awesome choice for you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Sure. So those are our number three favorite Disney songs. Onward we go to our number two favorite Disney song, Michelle. What is yours?
1: All right, this one's going to be hard again. I'm going to get all choked up about it. Um, going right from go to the go the distance now to feed the birds oh. from Mary Poppins. Few, so obviously, Julie Andrews did an amazing job of singing this song. And, you know, one would love it just for how it sounds. And, you know, the beautiful message that Mary Poppins was giving to the Banks kids. Um, But my choice for this song and why it touches me a little bit more is more the after story. Mm -hmm. And the symbolism of it. Right, right. You know, and the fact that, again, this is another Sherman Brothers um,
0: song. But and again, listen to the orchestration. Right, and it's, it is beautiful. You know, like a church choir. There's people right. outside the church. That's it's right, brilliant. And if you watch the film, it's, it's uh, Mr. Banks walking back to the bank. Right. You know, knowing his, you know or you know facing his what he has to face. It's really an interesting. It is an interesting song.
1: Um, but the, the other history behind this song that I, we've talked about in the past is that um, Walt loved this song, Walt She's Disney, um, to the point where he used to, on Fridays, at the end of the day, he would ask the Sherman brothers to come over to his office and play this song for him, and, which they were very happy to oblige, and they often said he would you know, just look out the window and... Um, you know sometimes shed a tear that it really it was a song that touched him so immensely and after he passed away they had such warmth and respect for Walt and everything that the Sherman Brothers continued on Friday evenings to head over to Walt's office and play that song for him so yeah I just thought that, you know. That's, it's a touching song. It a it's touch- a beautiful song. song. I
0: loved it before I heard that story. Right. I loved that song before I exactly, heard that song. Exactly, right? And after I heard that story. Um, I can never listen to it the same way again. This yeah. it easily could have been in my list. I know she submitted me. I haven't seen her list. She submitted me a group of about 10 songs that might be on her list. And I knew it was going to be on her list. So that's probably the only reason it didn't make my list because right. it is really one of my favorites as well. Awesome. Thank for you. For sure. So that is a wonderful, wonderful pick. And I'm glad it's uh, made our list yes. as our, your number two favorite Disney song of all time. My favorite Disney song yes. is from a classic movie that really kind of rebounded Disney in the animation field. It's from The Little Mermaid, and of course, it has to be. i ready to know what the people know. Ask them my questions and get some answers. What's a fire and why does it? What's the word? Burn! When's it my turn? I wish I could be part of that world. It's hard to believe that wasn't almost in the movie, The Little Mermaid. Right, right. That nearly got cut from The Little Mermaid. If you've ever seen the documentary uh, Waking Sleeping Beauty, which you should see, it's all about um, kind of how Disney's Animation department in the uh, in the 80s, in the nice. mid early mid 80s, kind of took a dip, and you know we're scrambling, and they were almost getting ready to scrap it. They only kind of kept it alive just for you know for thoughts for Walt, you know, because that's what Walt wanted. But then they created these movies, these great movies, and it started with The Little Mermaid. Howard Ashman and Alan Menken came in, and they did such great things and turned this around. You should, if it, Again, it's Waking Sleeping Beauty. If you haven't seen it, check out that movie. But Howard Ashman, going back to this song, had great. to fight for this song to be on the soundtrack, to be in the movie, because of the fact that they didn't feel that people were getting it, that people were understanding. But he was like, no, listen, this is what the movie is all about right here. And this brings it back to his Broadway roots the fact that and he told this and I've never looked at a Broadway show the same way again I know you feel the same way that always within the first three four songs or so of every Broadway show not everyone but most Broadway shows there's always a lead character that either sits down on a stoop or you know leans up against something or sits down all alone and sings a solo about their their dreams their wishes their wants and it's and that's exactly what that song is and that's why Howard Ashman fought for it so much that it had to be in there he, he did a great job he also has a great shot of him of um, showing Jody Benson how to sing it uh, right. the way well, he yeah, wants it that amazing. yeah uh, it's really great you should check out that movie but I mean you should also go of course watch the Little Mermaid again because all the music on the Little Mermaid is brilliant again um, but this song is so cool it's all the yearning all the want but yet it's also playful at the same time you know I mean you know it's a, what do you call them oh feet right giggle <laughs> um, it's just you know the little girl inside me. We were just talking about this. Just love that song so much.
1: Well, and if you listen to it really closely, especially at the end, the way the the sound is, you can hear in the sound the the waves of the wa- the ocean. You know, it just has the movement in the song melody itself. So mm-hmm. that you know, that's a, just a little extra that I think it makes it stand out. And like you said, it it, it is great that it. They that uh, Howard Ashman did fight for it Mm -hmm. and got it in, you know, that when they did the preview of the of the play or excuse me, of the movie and it wasn't quite finished. A lot of it was still um, just black and white, you know, pencil drawings. Mm -hmm. People like you said, people didn't connect with it. And uh, but it certainly is an important you know, song in that, that movie.
0: Absolutely. It's a, it's, it's the big song. I know it actually didn't win the Academy award under the sea won the Academy award, which is another great I song. I love that song. But uh, really in this song easily could have won. And Kiss the Girl could have won too, you know. That was another that's another sure. great song as well. Um, but it, it, anyway, that's up on my list all the time. I, I love it. I sing it out. I'm I'm not afraid to belt it out loud <laughs> as if you saw our preview right. video this week. I started trying to try and belt it out loud that somebody cut me off. Whatever. Well, I'm saving them.
1: I'm saving yeah, them. That's and true. then you even promised that's right. that this one was gonna you, be, be, you a, be my you rather. sing free. Show <laughs> you'd much rather hear Jody Benson
0: yeah. sing it for sure, but that's my number two favorite Disney song. On to number one, I have a feeling on this one that we may be of like minds on this one, our number one favorite Disney song. But let's get started just to see and see what Michelle came up with for this one.
1: All right, it was. I was just gonna. I was gonna psych you out. I was gonna say. And poco Loco. But <laughs> Although I wanted that one, no, it's on, my one. Wanted I on, on my list. That's a good one. You wanted it on my list too. Yes. And I love th- hearing it. Um, but no, my number one song was Wish Upon a Star. I knew
0: it. It's my number one as well. Uh, How really could it not why. be? Right? It is I the love Disney song. The blue.
1: Like I said, that song to me is the pinnacle Disney song. Oh, yeah. It just represents the company. And, you know, I think people hear that song and can't help but think about, you know, the Disney company. And, you know, it's a it's a great song. I love watching Pinocchio. And it was a great favorite movie for Scott when he was growing up. And I was happy to be able to play that over and over and over again. And listen to that
0: song. We never agree on these on our list. We sometimes we have similar things, and they're different. But this is one we I completely agree with you on. This is that song is Disney. When you think Disney, you think When You Wish Upon a Star. It brings me chills every time. It's at a, a nighttime spectacular of some sort. Right. Whenever it doesn't matter who's singing it, um, I love it. You know. I mean, they had. Um, why can't I think of his name? Aaron Burr. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, singing it at uh, Mickey's 90th Spectacular last week. That's and right. Oh, oh. It was so great. It was so good. Um, it, it was written by Lee Harline and Ned Washington, if you didn't know that, from the m- movie Pinocchio. Won Academy Awards for the—it won Best Original Song, and it also was uh, Best Musical Score for that movie for those two. Right. And it was sung by Cliff Edwards, who played uh, Jiminy Cricket. Right, in that. right. Um, just so good. It's It's everything Disney um dreams come true always have hope you know right. that's it's yep. it's everything you want it's absolutely so good. So, yep. wish wish yes. as i agree number one favorite disney song those are our top five favorite disney songs what are your top five favorites disney songs let us know how we mess this up what song <laughs> we put in there doesn't deserve to be there what song we missed does deserve to be there i'm going to have some more here that we're either on my list or very close to making my list as we go on. I think you've got a few too and let's yes. go through a few of these here. Uh, let's see, for Michelle's list, and this could have been on my list too. Remember me I have to say goodbye Remember me Don't let it make you cry Great song. Although actually, I, I think, think you recorded this out. version. Remember me Absolutely. i will cry. Oh, I have to travel <laughs> Remember me Each time you hear a sad guitar Know that I'm with you The only way that I can be Until you're in my arms again Remember It's a touching song, yeah, and yes. it just brings me to tears every time, especially at the end when um, Miguel is singing it to Coco, and she kind of wakes up from her. Right? You know, yep. It's just—it's amazing. It's an amazing movie, and it's an amazing song. Also from Coco. The local that you make me—it is just don't coco crazy. The sense that you're not making the liberties you're taking. Yeah. shaking don't get up and dance with this I uh, know. Place. Yes, Un Poco Loco, another great song from Coco. Just a wonderful movie. We watched it again for Dia de los Muertos just a, a few days ago. So good, so good. Another song that nearly made my list. Really close. It was on my list for a while, but didn't quite make it. Okay. Is this one that you picked? You know, this is another song that whenever it's on, I stop. Yes. You know, it's so fun to watch. You know. Speaking of it, the Central Park. So, so good, isn't I it? I so if you don't know what the song is, it's That's How, how You, you know, know from Enchanted, another Macon song and another Stephen <laughs> George's song. Yes. yes. Yeah. So another great uh, combination from those two.
1: Yeah, that one was hard to not put as at least number five thing. You know, well, several of those
0: songs. Yes. They're all tough. Yeah. Uh, another song that almost made it as a very deserving song is this the night I'm actually surprised. I thought this might make your list because we kind of yes. consider ourselves lady in the tramp. Of course, <laughs> I'm the lady. Yeah. Seriously, Michelle is definitely the lady. I'm way the tramp. There's so much. (laughs) Not, not even close. I really thought that that might make your list. I was almost ready to play it a little bit ago because I expected it.
1: Yeah, like I said, it was kind of it's. It was super tough. I can't can't lie. It was super tough. But that has one of the best love scenes. In movie history,
0: yes, oh, so much so that that spaghetti scene is yeah. is great. Is great. Another one that almost made your list is this one, which is actually one I didn't know, but I've only seen this movie maybe once, maybe mm-hmm. twice. But uh, here's. Yeah. Lost and I alone and far from you might yes, want to explain right. this to those who don't know this. Okay, one.
1: yeah. So this is from the Tigger movie, uh, another movie that uh, Scott grew up listening and watching. And um, this was a collaborative effort between the Sherman Brothers and singer Kenny Loggins. So I mean, I guess I have a theme here that I love Sherman Brothers songs, um, although Minkin too. You know, I'm not, you know, exclusive, but um, it really is a, a heartwarming movie about defining family in a maybe not the most traditional sense that, you know, it doesn't have to be just you know, parents or siblings that family is extending to who your friends are and you know, and and how important they are in, in, in your life.
0: Yeah, you know? really a great message. Uh, and the song, I don't know if you mentioned it, but it is Your Heart Will Lead You Home is the name of the song, as you said by Alan Minkins, or excuse me, uh, the Sherman the Brothers, Brothers and Kenny Loggins is what I was meant to say. Right. So, um, great song. I, like I said, I didn't really know it. When you put it on your list, I had to kind of look it up, but right. uh, really a great song. Thanks. Really, I really liked it. Uh, another one that's another great song that could have been on my list, but it uh, was on your others receiving votes was... We belong together We belong together From Toy Story 3, of right. course, We Belong Together, just a nice rousing song. Just I always
1: think part. of kind of like us and <laughs> true. Barbie and Ken. Yes. <laughs> Which one am I again? <laughs> I don't know. I think you can. Yeah, probably so, actually. I think you can.
0: Barbie's a little more butch than Ken for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barbie's the smart one. Barbie is the smart one. And that's why you're Barbie. You <laughs> <and> definitely can. <laughs> no,
1: just play with
0: you. But... So no, that's another great song, and that one easily could have made my list too. I love that one. And I love the, the fun. Aspect of it, and you know the idea that yeah, you know we all—it's yep. not only it's it's us, you and I belong right. together, but it's like the whole group belongs together. It's a, you know it's very cool. So, I okay. uh, get to a couple other songs here, but it didn't uh, make our list, but came very close to. And we'll just go movie by movie here. So I'm going to start with Mulan, and <laughs> yeah. it nearly made my list. Mine too. It's on my running list. <laughs> Of course, that's a great song, I'll Make a Man Out of You. Donny Osmond singing it. Really, really good song. Really, really good song. Also, the From Mulan. It's a really touching right. moment in that movie, you know, when she can't figure out who, why. It's it's the same thing as Part of Your World. Right. It's their early song, the girl sitting somewhere singing by herself. All her hopes and dreams, what she wants from it, it's the right. exact same thing that we were just talking about a second ago, only it's from Mulan, trying to find her place in this world. She right. doesn't know why, you know, she can't be who she, you know, sees, like who she's supposed to be, when were her reflection, you know, Right, is right. Song.
1: You know, struggling with what people think you should be versus what, what you're experiencing or feeling, so...
0: Yeah, yep. Really great song and could have easily been on my list mm-hmm. as well as probably yours, I'm assuming. Uh, moving on to another great, more recent song, uh, or more recent movie, I should say. Is yeah, I was really expecting this on
1: your list.
0: It was, uh, not this one, but there was a couple others that made. Right, right, right. Yeah, I guess so.
1: Was- Terms of the but, uh, uh, there's a few
0: Moana songs. I'm about to go through a couple more of them here. But yes, Ali uh, uh, Carvalho did such a wonderful job singing this song and you know the great lyrics by Lin-Manuel. And just, it's such a good song. Um, really deserves to be on the list of top Disney songs. Also, Kid. Honestly, I could go on and on. I could explain every natural phenomenon. The tide, the grass, the ground. Oh, that was Matt. we just messing around. I killed not heal. I barely so you know and playful. Surprisingly, you know, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, actually does a pretty good job with him. You know, you, you know what he'd be like singing or, especially rapping, right? You know, within this. But he did a fair, better job than I was really expecting. So you're welcome. Also, could have made my list. It is on my running list. Uh, Mine run, too, you know, yeah. For sure. So good. Uh, this probably was the song that was more likely to uh, put one in the top. Right. That's right. Thanks to you. Yeah, of course, because you know I love Lin Manuel Miranda, and well, yes, he sings this song, it's the only song I believe that he sings within the at least the main breath of Moana, and. Uh, it's such a great rousing song. It's, it's it's cheerful. It's exciting. Get out there, explore. We know the way. It's just so good.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a nice how it rounds up the movie is to you know having the struggles of getting to you know what you want and you know achieving it. Right, exactly. And so,
0: really could have made my list. And we talked about this one a little bit ago from Little Mermaid that could have easily made our list. Oh, just another great song, and of course it was the Academy Award winner from that movie, but just a fun, fun song, and the lyrics are so playful within it, you know, speaking of all the different bits, and sure. how they play different bro- different instruments within the band and everything. Right, yeah. It's
1: just fun. Very lively, very lively,
0: fun, like you said, and it is a great song, also from The Little Mermaid, if you like villain songs, well, this was a pretty good one. The poor, unfortunate soul. It's sad. She does such a great if, job with this. If you want to cross a bridge, my sweet, you've got to pay the toll. Take a cope and take a breath. And go ahead and sign the scroll. Flotsam, some jets and now I've
1: got her, boys. The boss is on a roll. This poor unfortunate.
0: another great song out of uh, what was a great uh, soundtrack for The Little Mermaid uh, that was just so good and a great villain song you know I, I, I just really love it personally anyway.
1: yeah definitely and that's another one that's a, a great Broadway song you know yeah. it, it really you know captures the audience and it's it really fits the Broadway
0: venue as well exactly and this one was on my list almost to the last moment and almost made it so obviously, be our guest from Beauty and the Beast. Um, Another rousing number. So fun. Yeah. Both in... The original animated, and I love the version that they did with in live action as well. I thought that was a really good version of it, but just a great song. And I I tell you, that was like maybe the last cut I made off of my list. It nearly made it. Sure, I can see that. It It, is a great song. Yeah. Uh, Another song that nearly made my list was. Another fun song. There's a lot of fun songs in Disney. This is a fun song, and it's ambitious. And I just can't wait to be king, and right, you know, right. it's a great number. And, uh.
1: and kind of going back to that story that uh, you know about Broadway theater, and that the, usually the third or fourth song in is talking about what the main characters' either aspirations are or what they're dealing with and struggles, and what they want to work on. And even though this wasn't maybe as seriously done. It is what he initially is thinking he wants to do.
0: Yeah. So good, and uh, you know it could could have made my list. It was another one that I cut. Actually, it was on my list for a long time, and then I ended up cutting near the end. But really, one of my favorite songs, and uh, you know, another one is Hukuna Matata. I didn't even put it on here, but Hukuna Matata, is such a great right. song That's as well. True. But yeah. I don't have it here. But that is a great song. Another great villain song from Lion King. For the cool of the century. Sky, mm-hmm. la, la, to love Be Prepared. To Jeremy Irons does such a great job yeah. with this song. Another guy who, you know, I mean, he's not really singing in this. He's more speaking his his vocals in this. But he just does such a great job with it. And you get the menace and you get the, you know, this is my plan. and This is how we're going to put it off. And ha, 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 ha. Yeah, true evil. Yeah. So good. Such a good villain song. So. Uh, I love it very much. Uh, let's see another great song. And it, uh, speaking, we'll just continue with the villains' songs here, and we'll go to. Whoa!
1: This is my favorite
0: song from The Nightmare Before Christmas. I love Ken Page playing Oogie Boogie in this song. Yes. I love this song; it's so good.
1: And it was really fun watching him actually sing it. Right, that was amazing a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah, and it was funny because I never, nailed, I never put the two and two together. But when Danny Elfman came out and uh, said that you know it was very much Cab Calloway, Cab Calloway, right. and I'm like, oh, why didn't I know that? Yes, that is, this is a Cab Calloway sound. It's so good. Another great, great song uh, from Princess and the Frog. Here's one that I like. Yes, yeah, another great song that they're kind of. This is what we want. This right. is where we want to be. You know, and this is what we're gonna do. When we're, it's a rousing number. You got Louie with the horn there going up, you know, big old alligator with a horn, you know, and then you got the two frogs there, but you know, um, it's just so good It's one of my favorite songs Although Princess and the Frog Has a lot of great songs
1: Well I was going to say I know that's one of your Favorite movies And so I was actually Kind of expecting I wouldn't have been shocked If one of those If that song wouldn't have Made your list
0: Almost There And Dig a Little Deeper Could have mm-hmm. made my. Oh, um, yeah, been sure. in my group too right. Those are two great songs As well This is one that's On my running list I won't give up No I won't give in until I reach the end And then I'll start again No I won't This is a, it's just a great idea behind the song. It's just a great thought. You know, we won't give up, we won't give up. I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna try again. I'm gonna fall down, I'm gonna keep going. Yep. I'm gonna keep trying because we can't succeed every time. And I have this on my running list because of that fact. I usually play it near the end. It's like I'm gonna get to the end and then I'm gonna do it again because right. that's how great it is. to Work this hard.
1: Sure. I similarly have it on my running list. I think I do mine a little bit more in the middle as I'm feeling like, okay, gosh, I'm only you need halfway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. But again, this is another one of those songs that the main character's there alone, you know, kind of talking about what what she wants, some of her struggles. She's the first bunny cop, you know.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> and who would have guessed that? A bunny could be a cop. So,
0: Zootopia is one of my favorite Disney movies of yeah. all time. I, if, we were, if we were we have we're gonna do this eventually, but you know our top five favorite Disney movies, um, it, I may have that one on my list because sure. I lo- I think that the. The, uh, the theming behind it and the animation and, you know, I mean, there's not a lot of music, but that song right there and it, I just, there's a lot of things to love and the depth of it and the characters and everything. There's just a lot of love to, about Zootopia. So. Definitely agree with you. So um, those are many of our songs. We had some listeners also chime in on some of our Hyperion adventurers chimed in with a few of their favorites, uh, uh, got to us online. Um, Deanna said, there's so many. My absolute favorites would be How Far I'll Go from Moana. Uh, Here's one that almost was on your list that I left off because I knew this was coming up. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your
1: worries and your strides. Yeah, another
0: great song, The Bare Necessities from The Jungle Book. Uh, uh, So good. And that was on uh, Deanna's list as one of those that could have made it on there. Another one that she had on that could have made it and was... Uh, almost on my list and a, one that I always get emotional on. I see the light from Tangled. Right. That that's one on Deanna's list and oh. narrowly made my I list I have I it in my others receiving votes uh, group for sure. Right.
1: The Bare Necessity <laughs> is one of those uh, also. That's a true Disney song. I mean in the sense that you hear that song and you think of the Disney company.
0: Yeah. Uh, so good. I and mean, if you ever been on uh, the Disney Magic and they do their tangled show. Oh yeah. Um, with the lanterns and it, it it choked me up. But then oh, everything sure. chokes me up. Yeah. If you didn't well, get it choked choked up. Me up too. <laughs> if you don't get choked up. Well, if Michelle got it then it's, <laughs> at least it's legit. It's not just me getting choked up cuz I get choked up at everything. But uh, I love that movie. I think it's a Extremely underrated movie, but it's uh, really great, and the music's in it great, and that song is really great. Another one uh, she had is "Let It Go" from Frozen, right. which, um, of course, is a great one as well. Uh, "You'll Be in My Heart" from Tarzan, another great mm, nice song. One. Yeah, and she also included "When You Wish Upon a Star," just like we did. Uh, let's see. Let's go on to. Uh Shazeen, I hope I'm saying your name right, Shazeen. I, I apologize if I got it wrong. Please contact me and tell me if I got it incorrect. Uh, but Shazeen uh, had her list and she started off with one I didn't even think of, but is a great song that we love is Life is a Highway from Cars. Oh, yeah. it's a great song by Rascal Flatts. It's a great song. Uh, I Walk With You Once Upon a Dream by Sleeping Beauty. Right. I Just Can't Wait to Be King from The Lion King, one we just talked about a little bit ago. Bare Necessities, another one we just talked about from The Jungle Book. Uh, Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. I know you really like that song a lot. Yeah, that one almost made my list too, for sure. So uh, That was was a a great list. Uh, Kieran, again, another, I hope I'm uh, pronouncing your name correctly, Kieran. Happily Ever After. Now, if you don't know what Happily Ever after is happily ever after is from the happily ever after fireworks spectacular by Jordan Fisher and Angie Kielhauer. Right. Um, so that is a great song. Um, we actually got we're lucky enough when that I think we were there like maybe three or four days after it debuted at Walt Disney World Resort, and we got surprised. We were out there seeing it, and Jordan and Angie came out and actually right. performed it for us after the show was done. It was right. really a kind yeah. Of they came cool out on thing the castle stage. To check out.
1: Yeah, yeah uh, that was. A- Totally, we were totally unaware that that was going to happen. Yeah, so
0: uh, we should have been. No, they were like they were like TV cameras around. So we should have. We kind of should have had an idea that right, this might have right. been happening, but we just had no clue, and it was such a big surprise. And it was a wonderful moment, one of those pixie dust moments you only get with right. uh, with Disney. Um, how does a moment last forever? From Beauty and the Beast, the live uh, right. live action, two thousand seventeen. Ever Ever After from Enchanted another great song You're from right, Enchanted yes. that is a great one Hakuna Matata I talked about a little bit ago here's one that nearly made my list that she had on there Mr. Alan for having shot two or three I'm on the job Big name, Bob you ain't never had a friend never had a friend you ain't
1: Never a friend
0: like me, ha. of course. Friend Like Me from Aladdin, another uh, such a great song, and that was on my list for a short time as sure, well. I can Nearly, see that. it is so good, such a great song, and my favorite song from Aladdin for sure, even though. Um, a, Whole, a Whole New World is probably the most right. well-known song from that. I like Friend Like Me, sure. personally. Another rousing number. Uh, just really great. Uh, Taylor wrote us, as uh, she told us, her list of songs, uh, starting with Strangers Like Me from Tarzan. Oh, good that's
1: one. That's great yeah. one.
0: Uh, Zero to Hero from Hercules, another great song that I love very much. Uh, On the Front Porch. Do you know where that's from? I had to look this one up. Yeah, it's
1: familiar sound. And when I
0: looked it up, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. It's from Summer Magic.
1: I, I, I was thinking that, but I thought, no, this has to be yeah. something else. And
0: it is a wonderful song. It's yes. a really great choice. Uh, uh, here's one that we haven't played yet Taylor's oldest time. Tuna's oldest song. So, of course, Taylor likes. Uh, Beauty and the Beast from Beauty and the Beast uh, the Academy Award winning song right. uh, sung by Angela Lansbury, Lansbury. Yeah. Uh, just a beautiful song and I don't I, I agree it's you now I picked Gaston just because I like a more of a rousing number you know and I kind of like to you know, go a little odd sometimes but uh, is a spectacular song
1: right and if you think about when this movie came out and how the actual movie appeared and, and how it seemed like like modern live action TV that, you know, the cameras going around with the dancers and, you know, it it was very, you know, edge cutting uh, technology that they used on that movie. And it really, you know, paid off.
0: Well, it was the, one of the first times using computer animation right? Uh, within it, but it's so good. I uh, definitely agree that this should be on uh, many lists. Uh, such a, a great, great song. Uh, she also uh, liked... Feed the Birds, as well as one of her favorites from Mary Poppins, which we discussed uh, already just a little bit ago. So uh, on to Missy. Missy wrote us as well. She said, ooh, this is hard. Um, Grim Grinning Ghosts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the attraction songs count, right? Right. Yeah, again, we're going to eventually do our top five attraction songs, but love Grim Grinning Ghosts. It's it's a great song, of course. Poor Unfortunate Souls from The Little Mermaid. We talked about that a little bit. In a world of my own, from Alice in Wonderland, was an interesting choice. Oh, sure, yeah, that's a great song and kind of a little bit of a curveball there, but love it. Uh, This is one I actually thought about, but it's just it's. It's such a touching song, but it's a little sad. But Baby Mine from Dumbo. Oh, Dumball. yeah, yeah. But yeah. that song, if you don't cry, you're not alive if you're not crying. Right, then that song exactly. plays in Dumbo, yeah, You are just, exactly. you are, you're not human at all. It's
1: almost sometimes it like, it's just too much. I can't even see that scene. <laughs> you
0: know? And uh, also, uh, she picked as another song that she loves from Beauty and the Beast. There must be more than this provincial life. What I'm
1: going to make Bell my wife. Yeah,
0: Bell from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, right. it's such a great way to start that movie, you know, by getting into that song. I love it so much. It's one of my it, it was yes. on my list of uh, possibly could have made it as well. Uh, there's so much great music in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, so good. Yeah. That's so why good.
1: that's why it did so well on Broadway too. It was just that yeah. quality type music.
0: So, also, we had OG Hyperion adventurer Amy wrote into oh, us, and she had some great stuff. Hi, Amy, out there. Uh, she says, So tough. I don't have a ranking and probably have many others to list. But since you're asking, here are some of my favorite ide- favorites slash ideas for you. Uh, the theme from Up, which yes. we love so much. We love Up so much. Uh, emotional opening to the film, but so much heart and feeling in those little piano notes. It moves me every time. Simple yet perfect. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more, yep. with Amy, on that one. Uh, we just talked about "I See the Light." She says it's her favorite Disney love song because it's realistic and can apply to our life in different circumstances, and is just beautiful music writing to go with beautiful music writing to go with that gorgeous lantern scene. We talked about the lanterns just a little bit ago, and yeah. get on the Disney magic. Go see that show. Uh, be our guest we already talked about from Beauty and the Beast just fun and iconic comes at a dark time in the film to brighten us up you can't help but picture that dining scene and how it pushes the envelope in so many aspects of Disney filmmaking agreed yep Uh, here's one that we talked about just a little bit but we haven't played the song yet so my power flurries through the air into the ground my soul is spiral Now, this song got a little bit of a rap for a while, maybe because it was overplayed a little bit. Sure. But it is a fantastic song. I love this song.
1: It is amazing. The, the, the lyrics are really creative. And the fact that it's this a, song turned the movie around.
0: It's an anthem for young women. Sure. For women in general. But for young women especially, it's an anthem. Right. Um, I love
1: this song. Well, and if you remember hearing about the, the movie and how it was... Um, the writers of this song had written it overnight and then played it the next day and they're, and they're like, okay, we need to change the story because this song is a little different from what the path we were going, but it will definitely be an important part of the movie and glad that they did that. It really took it in a, I think, a more positive light than what they were originally going through through where maybe more of the Hans Christian Anderson, mm-hmm. you know, ice queen kind of thing. And this just, like you said, more of a, a an empowerment song yeah. for women.
0: It was a female empowerment song for sure. And I think that's part of the reason why it became such a giant hit. Um, here's what Amy had to say. I know, I know but it's a great key and has so many levels to the message. The writers were brilliant with a short, easy pronounced, easy to pronounce title for the viral hit song that even 3-year-olds could sing. Maybe overdone, but taking Taken Alone, it's an awesome song in every way, both musically and meaning. I couldn't agree with you more, Amy. I love yes. that song. Yes, it got a little overplayed for a while, but especially now that you haven't been hearing it over and over and over, <laughs> when you hear it again, it's so strong and powerful. It's a fantastic song. I yes. love it so much. totally
1: agree with her. Uh,
0: she also put in here, can we lump all Disney Parks background music into one ranking? The variety <laughs> of instrumental music and the way it blends seamlessly into your surroundings completely enhance your experience as you move throughout the park. Add so many layers to the atmosphere, and I love listening to them at home to transport me to the parks. And we do that oh, too. Yes, we yep. listen. We, yep. we we have the, the Walt Disney World <laughs> Resort CD, and we also have the Disneyland Resort CD. And we do like listening yes. to theme park music, and that's part of the reason why we will do a top five favorite uh, attractions right, uh, right songs at some point. Uh, she also wanted to bring this up, and I just want to close with this, just because. Uh, well, you know, why wouldn't we? Yes, just like I opened our segment with uh, John Williams' Star Wars main theme, she gave it an honorable mention as well, and I, I agree with her completely yes. that this deserves to get played over and over and over as much as you can. It is a brilliant, brilliant piece of music. Yes. So.
1: Classic.
0: Yes, absolutely. So those are our five favorite Disney songs of the week, plus many more that. Uh, we just love and so we had to play them because we, we love the music and love to hear little snippets of them and love to talk about them but we'd love to hear uh, what you think of our list and what your list is as well feel free to contact us we had our information at the beginning of the show we'll, we'll go over it again at the end of the show if you want to contact us but on where we go we're running this show quite long and I love that because this is a great show and that's why I'm not afraid to go long on this show because yeah. the music is fantastic so uh, let's get to our Disney stories of the week every Every week, there's so many Disney stories, whether it be Walt Disney World Resort, Disneyland Resort, uh, Run Disney, Disney Cruise Line, all the stuff. There's stories out there, and we like to get to some of them. And the big news this week was Disney announces details of their upcoming streaming service. Uh, This is straight from a press release from the Walt Disney Company. The Walt Disney Company's new direct-to-consumer streaming service will be called... Disney Plus. Uh, yeah, uh, that had been rumored for a while, but it was confirmed this week uh, when Disney Chairman and CEO Bob Iger revealed the service's name during a live audio webcast of the Disney's full fisi- uh, fiscal full year and fourth quarter 2018 financial results. Uh, Disney Plus is scheduled to launch in the U.S. in late 2019. I was hoping it was going to be more mid to early 2019, right. but it looks like we're going to have to wait until late 2019. That's okay. Let them get it all together, get all the programming right. they want, and have it be good. So we can wait a little bit longer. Uh, if you want to get information on it as it's progressing and know what, you can sign up for it, uh, you can sign up for a newsletter and any details that are coming out about Disney Plus at preview.disneyplus.com. Again, it's preview. Disneyplus.com. I've already signed us up for the newsletter because Excellent. I want to know exactly when this service is coming because they've already gotten uh, our money for sure.
1: <laughs> it was interesting to see Twitter blow up with that information and, um, you know, all the things that people are have on their wish list.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Twitter blowing up, some things that came out also of that um, blew up Twitter as well. First, we'll start with that Disney confirms the new Marvel series featuring Loki. We've talked about this right. in the past, that uh, they talked about possibly the Scarlet Witch, uh, team up of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and we also talked about Loki. Well, they confirmed the Loki one, for sure. So, Iger confirmed that uh, d- uh, during this webcast. Uh, Tom Hiddleston will reprise his role nice. as the god of mischief. He even tweeted out he's excited to tell mo- new stories about it. Uh, not a lot of other details yet, um, but uh, I'm excited for Loki. He's one of my favorite characters in the yeah, Marvel Universe yeah. and the best well, He's a bad guy, but he's a good guy. He's, like, right. he's, he's a lovable. He's kind villain. of all over the place with him. But, you know, um, he's fun whenever he, he, he's on whenever he's on screen it's interesting he's he's definitely something to be seen so looking forward to that but what really broke Twitter at least from our world from our vantage point was Disney announced a second live action Star Wars series is coming to Disney yeah I'm so excited I am so excited for this too as you already know that uh, John Favreau is putting together the Mandalorian we already knew about that we've seen some um, some picks from it Uh, we know that they're filming that currently getting that ready to go well now if you loved rogue one a star wars story and who didn't (laughs) this is great news for you because a series revolving around the character Cassian andor is going to be shooting early next year
1: that's super exciting. He's a really great character in Rogue One. I mean, a lot of depth to him, a lot of struggles that you can tell he's gone through. So it'll be interesting to see that they can maybe develop some of that backstory. Um, but I'm really excited that maybe the potential of K2SO is coming back. You can
0: only hope. I we love K2SO. I love Cassian, too. I'm like, yeah. I'm, You know, it's going to be an interesting part of the Rebellion just forming. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of other characters that we know from the Star 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 Wars world could... Pop in there, maybe you know if you saw a solo, maybe they run into Emphis nest, right? You know, yeah. uh, who knows who's out there? There's lots of characters out there that were in and around, you know, whether it's rebels, the animated series, right, you right. know, I mean, it, it, there could be a lot of characters. We've seen them not be afraid to move characters from series to series, so we can only hope. So, uh, Diego Luna will reprise the featured role, so that's fantastic nice. news. He was so good in Rogue One as that in that uh, spot. Uh, Lucasfilm describes the series by saying. The quote, the rousing spy thriller will explore tales filled with espionage and daring missions to restore hope to a galaxy in the grip of a ruthless empire, end quote. Wow. I love it. A yep. spy thriller, espionage, uh, I'm sold. I I can't wait to see what they come up with for this.
1: Right, right. So that's very exciting news for sure. Diego
0: Luna was also happy to return to the role. He uh, had this statement, quote, Going back to the Star Wars universe is very special for me. I have so many memories of the great work we did together and the the relationships I made throughout the journey. We have a fantastic adventure ahead of us, and this exciting format will give us the chance to explore this character more deeply. So cool, end quote. So he didn't say so cool. Sorry, she said end quote. So cool. <laughs> so, um, although he could have said so cool, you know, I yeah, mean, it yeah, fit why not? right in with what you're saying. He was basically saying, this is so cool. Right, right. So. Um, really great news, and yeah. I know I—I I was so excited. I knew you were in a meeting, but I sent out like eight tweet or eight, <laughs> eight messages to you right That's away right. because I was so excited because I know you love that movie. I love that movie, yes. and I wanted you to know right away when when the news broke.
1: Yeah, that was very sweet of you to do that because that was great news. So,
0: that is great news. Absolutely fantastic news, and I'm excited to see. It's a great. I, I tweeted this out. As a Star Wars fan, it's a great time to be alive. Yeah. So much good uh, stuff out there. Uh, On to park news. Uh, At the Disneyland Resort, Mickey's Sensational Parade is going to be returning to the Disneyland Resort.
1: How fun.
0: Yeah. This out from our friends and colleagues at WDW News today. The parade is set to return on January 25th of 2019 to the Disneyland Park. It's getting an update for Mickey's 90th birthday. Totally makes sense. Yep. The parade will have a new opening float featuring Goofy pulling a giant vintage Mickey Mouse toy. (laughs) Uh, If this float seems familiar to you, you may have seen it. Uh, It was in the Happiness is Here Parade from Tokyo Disneyland. Also new to the parade is a birthday cake float accompanied by Chip and Dale. And the Mickey Mouse float, which that has been part of the parade since it debuted, uh, will be returning as a Mickey Mouse Club float featuring Mickey and Minnie.
1: Oh, that sounds so so endearing. Yeah. So sweet. So yeah. That's
0: going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to checking that out once it gets here uh, in January. That's exciting news. Uh, other than just a little bit more park news, and this is just really something quick here. Uh, over at the Walt Disney World Resort, installation has begun on the Disney Skyliner cables. Nice. This is again from our friends at uh, WDW News today installation of the cables at the Disney's at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios parking lot began yesterday the 9th they will continue through uh, the morning of Tuesday November 13th uh, they will be temporarily closing portions of the parking lot during the installation. But the, yes, they are. They're putting up the cables. That means we're that much closer wow. to the Skyliner being, in fact, a reality. And, and we're hoping that when we get there in June for our June trip, that it might be, they've already tested it. It's right. up and running, and we're going to get to check it
1: out during that trip. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm excited.
0: So, that's cool news, and uh, that's my Disney Stories of the Week. However, I didn't forget, Michelle has a story this week. Yes, Michelle.
1: Oh, I'm glad you didn't forget from, like, what, uh,
0: an hour ago? Well, it's happened in the past, (laughs) so... True, no. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if I did, but I actually had to make a note because I probably would have <laughs> forgot at this point in the show. I probably would have forgot if I didn't make a note. So. But it's no, Michelle right. always has great stories, and so I'm excited to hear what your story of the week oh, is.
1: Oh, well, thanks, sweetie. Um, this actually uh, got this tip from listener Helen. And uh, you got to say kudos to Disney fans that are so great that they can find some of the, the less known news things that are coming out. But this actually... Um, Came out of the Washington Post. Yep, Washington Post last week, and the the title of it was "Want to see the first full drawings of Captain America and Mickey Mouse? Go to the Library of Congress." No. Yeah. So um, this is all happening because of a fabulous donation by, um, and I hope I say his name correctly. It's Stephen. Jeppy, I believe, and he donated more than three thousand pop culture items to the wow. Library of Congress. Right. And um gosh, reading through what he had, it, it there's some pretty amazing things. Um so he let's see, I'm going through my notes a little too fast here. So um
0: <laughs> technology darling.
1: I it. know, I know. So the as I mentioned that there was uh, over three thousand items spanning Eight decades of history in America comic book industry. Oh, um, it, this all started actually about two years ago, where the Library of Congress had a private viewing of his collection, um, some of his most prized comic possessions, which included. Amazing Fantasy number 15 art from the 1962 debut of Spider-Man Ooh. as co-created by Stan Lee and Stephen Ditko. Yeah. Um, he also has in his collection uh, illustration of Captain America, the debut, excuse me, the debut illustration of Captain America as created by Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. But the most intriguing thing that he has donated to the Library of Congress, which makes me want to book a flight over there, is he has some really cool Mickey Mouse storyboards, including the storyboards from Plain Crazy. Wow. Right?
0: The original. The original. The first. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, he, you know, Stephen Geppy is working with the library to expand their area of display. So, you know, they're still kind of working on how they want to get more of that in there. Um you know, but he's very uh, obviously honored that, you know, some of these, you know, iconic comic books and, um, you know, animated characters are there with some really uh, more historical type things, such as the uh, Guggenheim Bible. And so this is pretty impressive. And, uh, and it was nice uh, how he kind of summed it up. Uh, he said, I can't live forever, but I wanted to put this collection somewhere where it could be forever. Wow! So that's
0: really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so, a lot of great stuff. Very interesting stuff, right? That he's right. Got. That's amazing, and yeah, I mean, it would be great to go check that out. That I know, really, I really know. Cool.
1: So I would think over time that that uh, the displays of everything are, are going to be much more um, easily accessible, easily accessible, and things like that. But again, thanks to listener Helen, this is a great tip because this, you know, really does go on with, you know. The, whether we're talking Marvel or Mickey Mouse, and um, and how this immensely important collection is now going to be available for anyone to see. Yeah, I mean
0: the first ever uh, uh, animation from the first ever Mickey Mouse cartoon. Yeah, storyboard. Is, yeah, yeah, storyboard stuff is that's. I mean, that's before it even hit anything. It's exactly. That's so great. That's got to be cool. Yeah. First Captain America, first Spider Man. That's that's really cool stuff. Right, so, right. That's a great story. Thank you, Helen. Yeah. I uh, really love that. So um, that's our stories of the week. Uh, we don't ever wrap up our show, however, without a tip of the week. Yeah, we like to make sure we have some sort of tip for your next vacation, whether it's on Disney Cruise Line, Walt Disney World Resort, Disney, whatever. We kind of like to try and help you out. And we always start with Michelle because she has the best tips <laughs> and she is just the best person.
1: Oh, so you, oh, you that's are, why baby. we always go to her Let's first. And so
0: here, without further ado, Ado is Michelle's tip of the week.
1: Oh, thank you, baby. Uh, So, uh, my tip is uh, it's uh, some of you may know about this already, but if not, it could really help you out. Um, It's called Ride or Switch, and you may have kids that are too small to go on certain attractions, or might be, you know, due to height requirements, or just might be afraid of a certain attraction. But uh, again, as what we've talked about with, you know, Disney and the, the cast members, they want everybody to have a great time. So, so they have this service that's set up that you can, you know, have a swap out without having everybody go back in line. And so this rider switch lets, you know, if you have several adults, uh, one of them can stay back with the person who isn't going to go on the attraction while the other person does. And then they can swap off without, again, having to go through an entire queue. So if you do have anybody that you're traveling with, a you know, little one that might not be tall enough or just might be a little afraid of it, uh, we want to encourage you to to try out that rider switch. It can really save you time. Make sure you get that opportunity to experience the park and, and not feel like, oh, I, I got to skip this ride because my child isn't tall enough.
0: Yeah, no, that's a great tip. Uh, really important out there, and actually feeds a little into my tip this week, but uh, very important to uh, go out there and, and just ask questions if right. you have any. But, yeah, it's, it, that makes it very easy, and so everybody can enjoy the attractions uh, that want to go on them, you know, so you don't have to all constantly be splitting up your family all together or, or just not doing a ride just because one member of the family either can't do it or doesn't want to do right. it, an attraction. So great tip, Michelle. Like I said, Michelle always has the best tips. <laughs> oh, you're sweet. My tip, I knew we'd be running long, so it's a really quick and simple tip, but most uh, there are many people out there that don't realize that this is a fact. When you go on the attractions at... The Disneyland Resort or the Walt Disney World Resort or any of the Disney parks, uh, for that matter. Uh, As long as you don't mind waiting a little longer for any attraction, you can request any row in any attraction that you want. That's true. So, let's say now we have our son, Scott, who you may hear in the background occasionally. If you ever wonder (laughs) what that noise is in the background... (laughs) Uh, he's singing along with something or whatever. That's our son, Scott. He has Down syndrome, but he likes coming in with us. He watches his own thing, listens to his own music, and just has a good old time when we uh, tape our show. Well, um, he likes certain seats when we get, he's very particular, uh, so we have to get certain seats for him when we go on some of these attractions. He loves It's a Small World. We always try and get him the front row. It's a small world. Very easy to do. When you get up to the front of the queue, just nice. ask the cast member there, I'd like to be in the front row. They'll push you to the side or have you just wait in a kind of a staging area. They'll bring some other people on board that don't mind sitting in the other rows. And then the next time the first row opens up, you can move right in there or the last row or the middle row. Whatever you want. All you have to do is ask and they'll put you there. Uh, Same goes. He likes the, the Winnie the Pooh attraction he loves that one as right. well we like to get him in the front row for that one michelle if you haven't heard in the past <laughs> she's a little vertically challenged so we try and get her a front row quite often so she has an unobstructed view also a fun one from her it doesn't work for me or some many other tall people but for her she swears by it <laughs> the back row of star tours yeah the adventure continues. Uh, she loves sitting in the back row, and she will always request the back row. Why the back row, you might ask? Well, she, she says the seats are a little bit taller back there, and so her feet dangle off the seat, so when the, <laughs> the, the ship moves, she kind of gets the extra swaying right. as it's going along, so she feels it brings an extra added value, uh, an extra added <laughs> That's experience true. to the attraction. That's so.
1: a good point, yes, and... Uh, and actually I have to sh- share, somebody else gave me that tip a couple years ago and I, I haven't left it ever since. And um, yeah, it does enhance the ride for a short person who can just, you know, dangle and be, be a little bit more into the the motion of the ride, but you're absolutely right. You know, there are people have, may have some things that are special. And as long as you let the cast member know that you're willing to, you know, step back and wait, you're not trying to force yourself on saying I'm here and this is what I want, but you know, Let them know that you understand that you may have to um, not get on that next ride or whether it be the the next boat or the next, you know... um craft that's going out roller there roller
0: coaster car yeah, whatever it might be
1: whatever it might be that you're willing to stand back you know they're always very willing to mm-hmm. you know accommodate that request
0: yes and just like your tip and my tip as is true with many things at the disney resorts, just resorts just ask cast members are always right. willing to help if they can do it they will do it if they don't know they'll ask somebody else they want to help you out so you can have the best vacation possible and those are a couple of good ways right. uh, to help make sure that you have that.
1: Yeah. Interesting that our tips yeah. kind of coincided. It's That's, kind of that is interesting
0: because cool. it must be all the music in the air. That's it. it. It's That's kind it. of melded our brains together. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks again for joining us this week. Next week, uh, Michelle is going to recap her trip to the Walt Disney World Resort including Attending Mickey's very merry Christmas party, so so she'll tell you what's going on there. If you're planning to go out there over the next uh, month and a half or so and experience that, Uh, also, even though it's not really Disney, uh, we're going to be uh, giving you a spoiler-free review of Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. We'll be seeing that coming up before the next time we record the podcast. So it will have already been out, but we'll still give you our spoiler-free review just in case you didn't catch it on opening weekend and you're trying to decide if you want to see it or not not we love the Harry Potter universe and so we're excited to go see that movie so uh, thanks for joining us today Uh, you should follow us on social media if you ever want to contact us give us any news that you have any stories you have like Helen did any of the uh, you know if you want to talk about your favorite Disney songs if you want to critique our favorite Disney songs feel free to contact us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast Facebook and Instagram at Hyperion Adventures Podcast and you can email us Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com you may actually see occasionally some stories for us also on W news today uh, we are part of that team we haven't wrote a lot of stories we're very busy but we're going to be trying to get out there more often uh, you can find them at wdwnt.com. as far as our podcast you found us today in the future find us on 1057max.com under the Max Plus tab or on the Max FM app and please subscribe to us we were a day early today putting this out mostly we will be recording these on Sundays but every occasional we'll be releasing these a day early day late whatever depending on our schedule uh you can subscribe to us on itunes and google play music also spotify and stitcher and if you just have a little bit of time please just give us a quick rating and if you have a little more time a review michelle's sinking her chair over here distracting me she's in this tall chair and it just suddenly shrunk so if you can't hear it's because she can't reach the mic anymore but so sorry that distracted me anyway um Don't review that moment. Just review the whole (laughs) show if you get a chance to. Believe me, it really helps those who like Disney, who might like this podcast, just like you find us. So thank you again for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Uh, We look forward to sharing some more time with you again next week. But until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.
1: Bye.